Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Episode 21, actually. This episode is legally old enough to buy booze. But aside from that, myself and the other hard slingers, when we were done recording this episode, we started bantering back and forth and, and kind of coming up with other ideas, other venues that we wanted to present to you, fellow slingers. And one of the things that we thought is, well, why don't we put out on our social media accounts what you would like to maybe hear us run as like a one-shot. Maybe something from Dungeon Crawl Classics, uh, maybe from Basic Fantasy RPG or or an older edition of D&D or even some kind of a Pathfinder. Anything that you'd like to hear us run that may be a one-shot so we could put a little bit more items in the can. I know it's been kind of sparse lately and that's mostly because of myself moving and then Last week, we had a problem with some technical difficulties with uh, some of our other Heartslinger's computers and and shit like that. Junior, you suck. You suck. Chris, you're supposed to be knowledgeable about this stuff. You couldn't even put your picture on there. You put a picture of your dog. Cute little dog. Anyways, all that. I'm not going to beat this to death. If you want to get in touch with the show, remember, reach out to us at worldhard20podcast at gmail.com. Hit us on any one of our social media footprints, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Head head on over to YouTube because we drop these things all the time at Roll the Hard 20. And there you can leave comments or message me directly. Uh, don't forget, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash Roll the Hard 20 podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you too can help decide what's going to be ran on this show. Anyways, I'm not going to waste any more, more time. So... The only thing I have left is warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 21 of our Dragon's Demand run through. More braver, more bolder. <laughs> See ya, Warren. Almost made Brian cream his pants right there. (laughs) (laughs) Again, (laughs) there's not a lot of cream left, but we're still creaming. (laughs) You'd be surprised how much a clipped man could cream. (laughs) I don't even know what to do with that. (sighs) He's far away from it, dude. He's like almost 200 miles away from that fire. I thought you we were talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I'm far away from I'm about fucking yeah, it's a long 18 ways inches, cream, man. It's a long <laughs> way down. <laughs> so, it's good to see that we managed to get all of our technical difficulties out of the way. Uh, only took a few days. <laughs> a yes. few days? It took like, uh, what was it? Yeah, I guess it did. So. <laughs> hey, but here we are. Yes, we are. We could see your face and hear your audio. Junior, you've made it. Nick, you've got the most awesome mic again. And of course, Ryan, you're like me. We just mm-hmm. hang out. You know, I was telling Chris <laughs> earlier because like I had sent the invite and nobody had jumped in. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know, so I just started playing a game, just wandering. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check the thread. Maybe it didn't post it. And it didn't because I sent it to your personal thing, Junior. Oh, okay. And I was like, I thought oh, I heard shit. something go off. I sent it to the wrong one. So I said <laughs> it next thing you know, people are just boom, boom, boom. I'm just popping in. I'm like, oh. Because it was first night. Because yeah, normally, 
Yeah, I'm normally just right on it where you guys I'm are a general. Well, are we ready to play some D and Nerdish D? Fuck yeah. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. I call it Dungeons and Dorks. <laughs> Dungeons and Dorks. All right, Dork, let's do this. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. <laughs> On a Sunday yeah. afternoon, no less, because of Wednesday didn't quite make it. We are in episode 21 wow. of the Dragon's Demand Run Through. All right. So our episodes are old enough to drink. Uh, that's right. Do it. <laughs> Can't fake that. I mean, uh, sorry, I had to take a swill. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> quick, uh, quick recap. You guys finally managed to finish off your battle with those kobolds that were in that one room that had the uh, the bridge spanning that crevasse, and it looked like mm. they might have just been set up there as some kind of a uh, of a watch uh, forward observation base. Possibly, who knows why they were in that room watching that room um you guys then decided to take a short rest there and as you guys started coming back around after circuit finished taking the room temperature challenge uh <laughs> you guys started smelling this this really strong strong nasty smell like a fecal type smell emanating from the hallway uh where you guys had originally entered in but it smelled like it was coming from the southern portion where when you guys originally came in this hallway, uh, I said it was 70 feet long, but at the 35 foot marker was where the entrance to this room was at. Then there was 35 feet more and then it went to the west. Mm -hmm. So are we sure? Got... Are we sure it wasn't? I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the map. No, no, no. I'm saying are... Are we sure it wasn't Sirkin? You know, he nearly died. And I think when you die, like you expel all your fluids. <laughs> kind of do lose a few things. Uh, Depends <laughs> on how tight your ring is around that starfish. <laughs> he <laughs> dropped some ass. <laughs> Come on, balloon nut. Let's do this. <laughs> what we got to do. It is in that direction we dragged him from. So who knows? So it's, uh, you're not really certain what time it is. Originally, you guys had set out into this place around, I think, noon. Uh, but who knows what time it is at this point because you had gone through you'd fought some large rats you had freed a few uh, indentured servitudes servitudes that's right man <laughs> a few people that had been enslaved to make these little tokens and totems for a, a Tepperax and then you in your effort to continue the exploration of this lair is what led you to this confrontation a while back so it's anybody's guess at, at this point without seeing the outside what time it is it didn't and i think you mentioned too that the smell comes in like waves yeah yeah it's almost like uh, emanating on the vortices of the air as it tra traverses through the uh the lair itself and um i don't remember were we all at like the entrance to that room I don't think so. I think you guys think were, were around in the and to the right. The north. Yeah. Yeah. We're in to the right of the room. Yeah, which is actually the, the southern, southern part of the room. Yeah. The southern part of the room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you come um, in on the west side. West side. And you could either go up to the north or south or across. The bridge had been chopped down, but you guys had went down to the southern part of the room and just kind of nestled in there. Okay. And we short rested. Um, 
is Sirkin stable at this point? Where's what's he his should, status? He's stable, and I think he what we said last session was uh, he gains a hit point. Well, he gained a hit point, and then he spent some uh, hit dice, I believe, during his short rest. I think you did. A lot of us spent hit dice. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yes. That's an affirmative, Your Honor. <laughs> yep. Let me roll some hit dice. I don't want to say anything to incriminate him. <laughs> oh, I've. My hit dice were spent last time. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Warlock. So talk to me. What oh. would you guys like to do? Um. Okay, so this uh, scent is coming in waves. Is it, does it seem like the scent of it or the, the source of it is coming closer? Does it, is it getting stronger? No, it just, uh, occasionally you get this ripe, foul smell that just kind of comes along in the air and then just sort of dissipates. It might have been something that might have been there before, but because you guys were in battle, you guys may not have noticed it. Mm -hmm. Who knows how long or it's been going or if it just recently started up. Okay. Um, well, uh, at the end of our long rest, Orin will kind of like, he's kind of like smelling the air and he's just got this like rank, like uh, uh, expression on his face. And he just kind of like follows his nose like to the uh, entrance and like very, very carefully like peers down the hall into the other hall. And then we'll very, very carefully like go to the end of that and like kind of just peer around the corner down, see if you can see anything. Down to the south, right? Mm -hmm. Again, you see, as I described before, just this, this gutted out cavernous hallway that mm -hmm. extends down about 35 feet and mm -hmm. then turns to the west. Mm -hmm. You don't see anybody in there. You don't see anything. You don't see the air. So it's not like you're seeing some kind of a noxious gas you know taking mm -hmm. shape or whatever but you do occasionally start to smell it again it becomes a little overwhelming okay um i'll kind of like uh step back to that a little bit and so it's, well we've we've gotten a rest I, I think we should maybe press on um i, I certainly don't want to be in here longer than i have to you you said long rest we took a short rest. Oh, the, I wanted sorry. To make sure that's that what we, I meant. Okay. Yeah. I no, sure no, no. We took a short rest. Sorry. Yeah. I. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had said we are done taking our rest, but anyways. Okay. I just want to make sure we didn't burn out a long rest. No, you guys would have been there much longer than what you what you were there mm -hmm. for. Okay. All right. Um, so I can't. I motion over to the rest of the party and say, remember, I can't really see very well in here, so somebody's going to have to I'll, hold your I'll, hand. I'll take I'll take point. Buddy system. Grab him by the ear. All okay, right. well, that makes sense. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and give me your marching order then? Uh, Warren will go ahead and go first since he can see the best. I'll follow after. I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take third. I would have taken second, but that's fine. I'll take All third. Right. And then I'll take last. Copy that. Occasionally, okay, so Stabby, Stabby slows down and Sirkin just kind of like boots him along. Pushing forward. So Push Warren, as you peek out into the hallway, again, you see that it stretches out. You Tell me what you want to do. 
I don't want to um, drag you through the narrative. No worries. Uh, so Warren's just going to like keep his eyes peeled and we'll probably move at about half speed very carefully. If you want, I will make a stealth check. Um, and is we're just going to go down to um, the end of this hall and stop and very carefully peer around the corner if nothing else jumps out at us before then. Down to the, the full 35 down? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you're following the smell, its point of origin seems to be coming from that southern passage and you keep moving. As I described at about 35 feet, the passage turns to the west. And then you can see as you peer around that it looks like it goes for about another 60 feet before it starts to angle to the south, mm -hmm. like a, a southwest turn. Okay. But at about 20 feet in that passageway, you see that there appears to be some kind of a cutout in the southern wall. Okay. So just to reiterate, so we've gone down that 35 feet. So I look down and I'm seeing the turn and the turn is to, if we're going south, the turn would be to the west. Right. And it looks okay. like the cavern continues to go for about 60 feet or so. Okay. And then from what you can see as you're looking down, it angles to the southwest and out of sight. Mm -hmm. But at 20 feet in that hallway, there appears to be a cutout in the southwest okay. wall. I'm sorry, the south wall. Is there any sounds or light or movement or anything coming from that cutout? Uh, why don't you make a perception check from where you are? Okay. Uh, that is an 18. From what you can tell, you don't hear or see anything down there. Okay. Everything appears to be very quiet, very still. Occasionally, okay. you continue to get that, that whiff of, of this Ew. nasty smell, but it does seem to be getting stronger from this portion of the hallway. Okay. Um, I'll turn around and kind of like update everyone on like what I see as far as the dimensions and we'll say um, uh, there there is that cutout that's uh, 20 feet up. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything hiding in there yet. I can't see or hear anything. All right, Flint being right behind him. Uh, Warren, would you uh, like me to take a look? And then can okay. I uh, yeah. do stone cunning? Yeah, describe it the, how you want to use that. I want to see if it's similar to where we rested at, like the, the cutout area that we were at before. Like that one attacked. room? Yeah. Okay. Like the alcove that was opposite that area? Like how the room was over here and there was a cutout on the other side of the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. One second. We're rolling one of these now. It's called the D20. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there we go. Oops. No oops. We don't like oops. Oops. Bring it home, babe. All right. It is 16. 16. And you're standing next to Warren, right? Correct. It doesn't look like it has the same kind of depth that the alcove had. But from the edge of the corner, you can't see how deep it does go in. All right. You just see that it's a cutout as well, but it doesn't look the same as that one alcove that was uh, where that ambush was at. Okay. Well, Warren, I, I don't believe it might be another possible ambush. So as far okay. as I can tell, I think it'd be safe to continue on. Okay. Let's go ahead and I'll start stepping forward. 
Okay. As you get to the 20 foot mark, you can see that that cutout is actually another uh, hallway mm -hmm. cutout. And it looks like it goes down about 10 feet and then turns to the southeast. Okay. So it's actually like a whole other branch. Right. It's like a if you had the hallway here, it goes down and it looks like it comes down and goes to the southeast, but you can't tell where it goes from there. Okay. And not, no not sounds... from the hallway you're in. Okay. And there's no sounds uh, coming from it? You do hear a little bit of uh, like air howling through there. And when that, the air starts to howl a little louder, you start to get the whiff of that smell again up in your face. Yeah. I'll turn to the others and, and say, I think whatever that horrid scent is is coming from down here. I, I don't know. It could be the cobalt's like trash heap. Or could be, you know, dangerous garbage dog. <laughs> dangerous garbage. <laughs> Does it smell like like corpse, like rotting flesh or death? It smells like uh, decay, like old food. It smells like uh, piss. It smells like shit. Stuff like that. But you really can't tell if there's any type of a of a decaying body or whatever. It's just it's very pugnant. It's like being at the uh, at the dump, or if you've ever been at the dump on a hot day and you get that smell. <laughs> yeah, that, now imagine you took a shit in the dump <laughs> <laughs> on a hot day and you stood over that. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you're and Then you peed on it too. There you go. What you're talking about. Okay. All right, I'm staying, I'm staying close to um, uh, Flint and kind of... Okay. No, I'm kind of pushing on him a little bit. To not just <laughs> Hold him like, like a six hugging. pack. <laughs> <laughs> hugging on my leg. I'm, uh, I am kind of pushing him forward a little bit. Like, let's go. We we can't stay here. Okay. So do we want to uh, check this out or continue on? Uh, the hall? I look at Warren. Do I look at Warren and I say, do you mean the hall or the, the this cutout or, or go further? This this uh, branch here that goes down to where whatever this trash scent is might be. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling good about the trash heap smell. I, I think we okay. Should yeah, it, it might just be where okay. they collect their their waste, garbage, their garbage. Okay. They collect trash. their adventurers. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> well, okay. Let's not end up there then. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on then. Um, so Warren will keep moving on. And you said it branches, like it'll turn a little bit so that it's like southwest. Yeah, direction? southwest. So at, at the 20 foot mark, you guys are all looking down this this capillary that takes you down a different path. But you want to, if you keep going west down the, the path you were originally going, it goes for another 40 feet before it starts to angle to the southwest and out of mm -hmm. sight. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll continue on until um, probably at about half speed, keeping eyes and ears peeled. Um, okay. And uh, until we get to a corner um, or I hear something or I see something. Um, and then we'll just, you know, if we get to that corner, we'll just very, very carefully kind of peer out. Okay, as you're moving down, why don't you guys go ahead and make a perception check for me. Mm -hmm. A little Flint. better. 
18. Sirkin. Two. <laughs> I could hear you crystal clear at that, too. Warren. Uh, six. I'm still being distracted by that horrid scent. Stabi. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are trucking. Sorry about that. Aliens have landed. Right. It's a race. Warning, warning. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. So as you get to the halfway point, probably about 40 feet, uh, Flint, you notice that there's some type of an, an illumination that's coming from that southwestern uh, portion of the hallway where it angles down ahead of you. Like you start to see light, low light, but you manage to see it. All right. At that point, I'll warning. Uh, look down towards the south. I I see some uh, some glowing, like an, an illumination. I'm not sure if it's a creature or, or something, but there's something coming from that that direction. Okay. As he points this out to you, Warren. You are able to now see it. You're like, yeah, you mm -hmm. know, I do see a little bit of light emanating from that is that it, portion of the hallway. You guys all it, kind of start to see it. Even used to be. Does it look like it's a natural source of light? Like, it, does it, it look like a seems daylight? Like it. Yeah, it seems like daylight of some type, or okay. a okay, like a sun type of a light. I was thinking of like a a green glow when you said bioluminate and illuminated. Oh, not bioluminous. <laughs> Get your funny. head out of the algae for crying out loud! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking stones, man. Stones Just, or stoned. <laughs> stones the other green um let let's go ahead and um very uh, cautiously like move forward step forward um and see if we can't get a better eye on whatever this might be okay as you get to the corner of the hallway mm -hmm. and then you are able to look down warren you could see how it does angle towards the southwest you see sunlight outside you see large boulders it's it's about a hallway that's probably about 20 feet at the most and you can see that there's large boulders just outside this uh the opening and you mm -hmm. see two kobolds kind of walking by talking and then they walk back by as though they're out in front of it moving back and forth and back okay. and forth are they speaking are they speaking in um common draconic can we make they're out any words in a language that I don't know if you know Draconic. I do know Draconic. Very good. You hear them talking about how, you know, Sandy, Sal, and Manny just got waxed. <laughs> um, that uh, we don't know who 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 did this, but it's possible they're inside the lair. Big Chief Rogue has wants us to stay and, and guard this this entrance. And you know, they're just kind of mumbling, mumbling. You know, I don't get paid enough for this. What time's Miller time? What's going on? You know, who wants to be a hero around here? I uh, turn around to uh, Flint and Stabby and Sirkin, and I just uh, hold up two fingers, point in the direction of it, and then make a like an like attack gesture. <laughs> right. Well, um, quickly, Stabby says, "No, no, no! Don't attack yet." Um, Warren, uh, Flint, is the ground kind of, is it flat? I'll... Uh, perception? Uh, ground is flat? flat. 
Um, like, is it angled or is it level? Slope. Yeah, is it leveled? Uh, it's pretty level here. Okay, and how far are we from the the um, the sunlight? You're about twenty feet, and they're probably at about twenty five feet. But they're not just stationary; they're they're moving. They're intermittently. You see them walking by, moving centuries. Yeah. You know, about seven seconds later, you see them come back across. At about 15 seconds later, you see them come across. Four seconds later, you see them come across. They're not really holding to any uh, any routine, other than you know that they keep coming and going. They're as though they're centuries out front. Can yeah. you can you explain the um, the hall again of where we're at, uh, both forward and behind us? It's very rocky, very craggy. Uh, it looks natural. It's very dark. The floor itself has got a lot of smaller rocks and pebbles. Almost as look as though this may have been made through some type of an of an erosion from long past that eventually dried out. And you know, just like predators and creatures do, they usually take over some kind of a cave, make it their own lair until something bigger comes along and and eats them for dinner and takes over their lair. Okay, um, I I look to Flint and Warren and say. Um, it seems that we have perhaps element of surprise. Um, what do you guys feel about me throwing down some, uh, throwing down, throwing down some hands, throwing down, throwing, <laughs> uh, throwing down some ball bearings down at the end of that, that entrance where the sunlight is, it may, uh, prove helpful for us if, if, uh, they lose their balance. I like the strategy. Would you be able to do that without making too much noise? Uh, I believe so. I, I believe that I could, uh, you know, um, move up a little bit and do it without alerting them to our presence. Okay. Uh, well, it's good to have a plan. <laughs> All right. Plan B is plan A, just with more emphasis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> more love. Um, I will, uh, as Stabby moves forward, just, uh, Brian, I'm going to ready an action. And if one of the kobolds do happen to spot him and, like, run in, they're getting an Eldritch Blast to the face. <laughs> okay. So I, diplomacy. Um, <laughs> so I would like to um, a, attempt a stealth to close half the distance of that 25 feet. Okay. Um, well, then, it's 20 feet, and then outside where they are is 25 feet, so you would actually be outside at 25 feet. Um, the hallway's yeah. 20 feet. They're at 25. Okay. So I just want to make sure that if you go 25, you'll be outside. No, I was going to do half the distance. So really what I want to do is get 12 and a half feet. Enough. I want to get close enough to that entrance where I can throw some bearings down without attracting, you know, too much attention. Okay. So you could go like 15 and then that'll yep. still give you plenty of room. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. So I'll attempt uh, stealth. Come on, baby. All right. 16. You think that you're not seen. Okay. And I would like to throw out um, around uh, 100 ball bearings. <laughs> How big are these ball bearings? <laughs> We're not fucking around. This is an episode Where of Where were Home these Alone. being held, man? <laughs> I've got them. I have a bag of bearings. i got the biggest uh, set of balls you've ever seen. Steel balls. <laughs> So I want to throw them down at the uh, the end. Just there. out of curiosity, after you throw these hundy down, how many do you have left? Nine hundred. 
Holy, so you carried a thousand ball bearings. So how big are these ball bearings? Well, like just, size, they're probably. small. It's I'm only it's only two pounds. It's okay. only two pounds of ball bearings. So okay. they're pretty small. Okay. I'm not I, carrying. I will allow it this one time. <laughs> it's like I'm carrying an anvil on my back. <laughs> yeah, so I like wanna... how Flint's been carrying you. <laughs> yeah, totally. So um, I've been carrying these bearings. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's right. What's your what's your encumbrance, Flint? Let me, let me put this in there. Add stubby plus one thousand ball bearings to your weight. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna toss a hundred of them down at the end of that cave entrance. Okay, so as they're walking, they're gonna make a perception check to see if they see these ball bearings or not. They're gonna see my balls in a minute. <laughs> at the same time one of them stops short and the other one actually steps on it so i'm gonna have him make a dex check yeah he's got to uh and he actually falls to his knees as he steps on these ball bearings at the same time they both look towards the cavern and let's roll some initiative as All these guys right. immediately start moving towards into the cavern let's do it Warren. Okay. Warren is ready to raring to go with a 21. Damn. Flint. 14. Stabi. 21. Sirkin. 13. All right. Stabi, you probably have the highest decks known to man. I mean, but does he have the highest decks known to Halfling? <laughs> Known to half man. So Stubby, you've managed to toss these ball bearings out into the the trampled on earth out front. You see one of the kabolds stop short. The other one doesn't. His heel gets caught on it and it takes him to his knees as he plants a hand down in a tripod position. They both look into the hallway. What do you want to do at this moment? Uh, I am going to... Uh... The one that is at his knees, I'm going to attempt to shoot him with my short bow. Okay. Um, does he, since he's on his knees, does he have the world disadvantage? No, but he's not under. Uh, he's just laying. He's just he's sitting just there. Laying down. Yeah, he's is not. He... He's not prone. Okay. Okay. That was going to be the. Yeah, he's yeah. not prone. Okay. I rolled a twenty-three. That will hit. Today. Oh. All days. Um. I am also, st I'm still stealth though. So I get a, I get a uh, uh, advantage or, well, no. But you have to have one of your allies, I think next to one of the- No, so the question is, oh. have the kobolds detected him? Uh, not yet because it's not their turn. Okay, if they haven't seen him, uh, then he has advantage on them. Okay, then or, surprise attack. Yeah, but I think he's yeah. looking for the extra one d six on that. Exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. sneak attack because I've already rolled. I've I've rolled a, a twenty three, so I don't need you know the stealth. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and roll the extra d six. Okay, so um, I did eight damage. Okay, and then uh, d six rolled another five, so 13. thirteen points of damage. You hear this kabul hiss, Warren. 
you see that the gauntlet has already been thrown down by Stubby doing what he did. He's already engaged the two kabolds out front. What would you like to do? I mean, I was ready to blast one in the face, so I'm going to just proceed to do so. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for the one that is, I'm assuming, still standing. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a 20, not a hard 20 to hit. Damn, you guys are rolling good tonight. Yeah. And that is eight points of force damage and another uh, two points of fire damage. You see him take this force damage and then become singed completely. It looks down the hallway and sees you. I want to see if it sees Stabi. You're no longer hidden, though, are you? Are you still hidden? No, because I've since I've attacked. Um, okay. Yeah, so, I didn't take cunning action on so that. So then he has two targets: one, two, three for Stabi. For you, Warren, as mm-hmm. he knocks his arrow and lets it loose, that will miss. The other one gets to his feet and fires at you again, Warren. Mm-hmm. I don't think 16 is going to hit. Is that going to hit? 16 is my armor class. Okay. For six points of damage, as this okay. arrow zims down the hallway and strikes you. Flint. Now, you're still in the hallway before it angles down to the southwest. You've heard all this stuff immediately happen. Boom, 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 within two, three seconds of each other. What all would right. you like to do? Um Can I make it to where Stubby's at? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to get... Yeah, because he's not... at 15 feet. And yeah. You're, you could only move 25, but with your full movement, you can make the 25 feet to where he's at. All right. I want to move near Stubby and fire at the one that's kneeling down. I assumed he hasn't gone down. No, gone he's, he stood up. He stood up? Okay. Yeah, he didn't move. He just stood up. All right. Um. Then I'll just fire at that one as well. Okay. Is that one or two? He's been number one. He's been number one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a duck save. 16. 16 pass. So I missed my shot, but I'm going to try to get some cover where I'm at. Okay. Sirkin. Yes. It's good to see you vertical. I know, right? <laughs> what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to join the rest of the party about where Flint was, where Flint just ran up. Okay. Right take out my longbow and try to attack Ikebold that just stood up. Alrighty. So number one. Yes. Let's see. That is a hard 20. Oh, Fuck yeah. Hard 20. yeah. Look at this guy. New mic, new dice, <laughs> new life. What's <laughs> your max damage there? Max damage would be 10 points of uh, piercing damage. Alright. Back it up. That does not back up. Too. Oh, okay. Well, with this arrow, you pierce this kabold. Arrow goes through so fast, almost decapitates it. As you see, this this creature just fall at the feet of his buddy there. The other guy looks down. Starsky, no. Starsky, we have a one hutch. Stubby, you watch Sirkin take out a kill. Your kill, finish it off, steal your kill, 
What would you like to do? I can't are you, hear you muted? Are you muted or are you talking to yourself? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> question. You praying? <laughs> yeah. So, um, sneak attack is, um, does the, does the other target have to be living? Yes. Okay. So sneak attack is out. All right. So I'm going to, um, uh, with my short bow, I'm going to attack the other kobold. Okay. And I'm going to roll a 21. Oh, God, you guys are doing excellent. Excellent. Okay. And I hit him for four points of piercing damage. All right. You see, like, looks like his shit's pretty rocked at this point, but he's still standing, still vertical. Warren, what would you like to do? I mean, he's vertical. We can't have that. (laughs) Let's get him horizontal. I mean, second... Second verse, same as the first. Uh, that's 24 to hit. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Freaking 12 points of force damage and another two points of fire. So so with this force damage, you actually blast him into the large boulders behind him. And it's in the damage is followed almost immediately by this fire blast as well. And you just see his corpse just slump down and smolder. For a moment, you don't hear anything. Everything becomes silent. Look around carefully. Um, go to the uh, go to. Um, I'll step over to the entrance of the. Pardon me, the entrance of the uh, cave, and just take a look around. See if maybe can get some bearings where we are versus the town. Okay, as you look outside. Mm-hmm. You see to the left, which is to the south, mm-hmm. a uh, a large rock overhang. You see three dead kobolds underneath it. To the right, you see a passageway that leads to the north, and you recognize this passageway as the way that you guys had went. Oh, okay. When you originally came into the lair, this is most likely the first entrance that you guys had bypassed. Mm, okay. So we looped around. Jess. Uh, Stebby would like to um, inspect the bodies and look for any uh, items that may be of interest for us to take. Okay. As you're going through, you find a picture of this Kabold's family, his wife and newborn child. Stebby laughs. laughs. <laughs> they, they have nothing of, of intrinsic value on them whatsoever. Uh, no coin. No coin. Just a, a like a, a Xerox letterhead that says "Thank you, love a Tepperax." You know, keep up the good work. So Stebby, Stebby, kind of mass the, mailing the, the the corporate corporate email. Yeah, the corporate letterhead from the office of a Tepperax. <laughs> so Stebby throws the uh, the picture of the family down on the ground, and then he proceeds to urinate on it. He does not like kobolds. Oh, it's going dark. Jeez. <laughs> Just got to have that running around with you, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So once he's done doing his thing, you guys see that there's uh, nothing else left. There's nothing else of value on these kobolds. Okay. Um, Warren will turn around and um, look to the others and say, well, I guess we you get to go deal with that trash heap or whatever it is. Sorkin, what are you thinking? 
Um, I think at this point, probably just go back into the cave. I mean, we must have missed something. Mm-hmm. So maybe go back to that trash chute. Yeah. Flint it was just a passageway. It really wasn't a chute. It was just a, like a cavern that kept going to the uh, southeast. But that's the only one that we have been by that we haven't explored, right? That's correct. Okay. And is the light um, the light compared to um, further down that passage where that kind of cutout is? Is is um, what's my vision like there? Can I see very well? It's very very dim. The only reason why you were able to see at this part of the hallway was because the outside sunlight creeping in. That was what you were able to use. And then, oh, yeah, you know, it's like walking out of a dark room into the sunlight after and you probably see the the faint glow of of the light before you get outside. And then once you get outside, you're like, wow, you know, it's really bright out here when it may not really be. It's just brighter than where you came from. And even going back into the hallway, into the cavern, you it looks extremely dark compared to your eyes having been adjusted to it for a little while. Mm hmm. Stebby uh, um, motions to Warren and says, "We, uh, as much as I hate to um, say this, we, I believe we still need to um, discover the source of the foul air. Um, but we, we should proceed with caution. I do not, I do not trust these halls of the Kobolds. That, especially hearing what they said that that they have been instructed to uh, wait for others making entrance. Mm-hmm. We should." cautiously proceed make sure that we don't have any other surprises agreed agreed let's um let's see others and saying let's go ahead and go back in okay yep. see before and like pulls the arrow out of his <laughs> shoulder I'll, I'll follow directly behind uh warren warren okay so let me yeah uh, is that your new marching order uh yeah like, Warren, Stabby, Flint, Sirkin, or? Yeah, I just moved up in the ranking. That's all. Sure, yeah. Oh, very good. Oh, someone's giving themselves a promotion. That's right. (laughs) I move myself to number two pin cushion. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys, tell me what you want to do. Tell me how you you go about doing your thing. Like I said, I don't want to take the reins from you guys. I don't want to assume anything. I mean, if everyone's okay with it, uh, Warren will will go ahead and lead the way back to the uh, other uh, passageway that we didn't explore. Okay. Um, uh, probably with maybe a little bit less caution until we get to that point, um, a little bit more speed. And then when we get there, we'll stop before actually going down it, take another like listen, see if there's anything else. And then if, there, if the only thing we can really detect is that horrid smell, um, then we'll turn and start heading down that way yeah. okay as you get back to that one portion of the hallway you look down the south and you see it, it goes down about 10 feet and then it takes a turn to the east from where you are in this main hallway you can't see mm-hmm. to the east okay um we'll go ahead and step down to that turn and carefully look around that corner okay you see that the hallway still between seven to 12 feet wide goes narrow gets a little wide goes narrow gets a little wide at about 25 feet of this hallway you see that there appears to be a small uh 10 foot square alcove 
in the south wall. But it continues to go on beyond that. And I'm sorry, the alcove is how far down? It's at 25 feet. Okay. This this particular hallway itself is probably about 40 feet. But at 25 feet, you see there's an alcove in the south okay. wall. Now, is is the uh, source of the smell getting stronger? It is, actually. Okay. Great. I hope you didn't eat anything recently, guys. Oh. Well, in this aside place, from, I don't aside, think you'll smell it. <laughs> aside from Sirkin eating some dirt. Hurt your face, Sirkin. Um, uh, we'll, so Warren will carefully move uh, in the direction of that alcove um, to where he can get like a good view in it and see if there's anything hiding there. Okay. As you get closer, we'll say you're probably about maybe 15 feet into the hallway. So it's, you got about 10 feet away from the alcove. You see that the, the floor in the main hallway is this smooth dirt, but in mm -hmm. the alcove itself are just these uh, mounds of debris of limestone and other boulders that have been kind of piled at about maybe three and a half feet high. They look like they, uh, they slope up to the middle and slope back down. So it's like, half a foot, two feet, three feet, and three feet, two feet, half a foot, you know, but it's all piled in this alcove. And then it looks like it keeps going further down the hallway, which is where this smell is getting stronger and stronger from. Now the limestone, is that what they were originally mining in this uh, quarry? A long time ago, yeah. A long time the ago, okay, so. Quarry, so yeah. We that believe where that's... got their the majority of their or prosperity okay. from but this was like back in warren's time like hundred a couple hundred years ago before the flood had sealed it up and nobody was able to get back to the limestone okay. they just never drained it i just want to make sure it's good call though way to go junior way to go flint stone cut um, right um and then uh <laughs> just making sure that like there doesn't appear to be anything like hiding behind any of those mounds or anything Orin will just like stop and keep like a real like close ear out for a moment before tell me where you proceeding. are in the tell me where you guys are sorry uh, uh Warren would probably step up just a few more feet to get maybe a better look in there um uh like so Warren can see completely through like any shadows or dim light or anything that's in there. He sees, <laughs> what, he sees what, normal. What a boss. <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, you know, uh, we won't we won't talk about like, you know, what he had to like give up to his patron for it. But anyways, <laughs> someday um, we're going to actually have to uh, delve into that. We're going to. Oh, yeah. We're going to go into that. deep. Oh, I, I figure that was, you know, like the reason why you got that, you know, like three pages or whatever anyways <laughs> um yeah no warren can hope we ever get out of this damn area right no so warren would just step up so he's maybe like five feet um he's probably on like the far wall from the alcove like maybe five feet from actually being like right in the space of the alcove um and just like try and keep everything else as like quiet and still as possible just so that he can <laughs> Up, oh, that's yeah. That's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> As you step across from the alcove to look at it, mm -hmm. you feel the ground beneath you give way. 
as 10 square feet of this hallway swings down. And I need for you to make a deck save as you fall down. Oh, shit. Should I let the rogue go and check it out? Except for the rogue can't see shit. Uh, That is a uh, 21 on a a deck save. 21. You hit the ground, Mm -hmm. rolling slightly wounded, and you'll take half this damage. You'll take four points of damage. And the other three of you watch as these boulders begin to slowly roll into the pit while he's down there. And I need for you to make another uh, reflex save to get out of the way of the boulders as they come down. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. How much damage was that, by the way? Four. Four. Okay. And that was after the half? That was after the half. Okay. Uh, uh, not as good. That's a 13. Oh, I am sorry, Warren. Uh-huh. For nine yes. points of damage. As and these Warren boulders come down. <laughs> you see this dust come out of this 20-foot deep pit. It's to be... You look in awe, your mouth hanging agape. Flint, you and Sirkin both see Warren just one moment he's standing there. Next minute, the floor gives way. The bowlers fall in on him. And you hear this. Ah! What would you like to do? Um, I move up to the. Uh, oh boy, I can't really see anything. Um, so I'm going to move up close to the, uh, the edge of where I believe the floor collapsed. I'm just going to run after him and kind of make sure he doesn't fall in. Make a perception check while you're there, Stubby. You could either do that or you could make an investigation check, either one. Or an intel- intelligence check, either way. Um, just tell me which one you want to do, though. I'll, I'll do a perception check. Uh, roll a nine. Nine? You see that, that the floor looks as though it was hinged, but you can't tell in in what manner it was. It's just too dark for you. Okay. Um, I I call out to Warren to see if, if I can hear him respond. Warren, are you okay? <laughs> just a <laughs> tight nothing. Um, so I, I looked to Flint and and uh, I said, I'm concerned that Flint, that we've lost Warren Hey, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, nothing how but far scratch. down is is the drop? Twenty feet. Twenty feet. Can I make out where he's at? I mean, um, my, let's dark vision lets me. Uh, yeah, you could see he's partially buried under some of the the boulders that had fallen. He's not completely entombed, but it doesn't oh. look like he's moving on his own accord. Okay. It looks like he's I'll, stuck under there. So I'll uh, tell Stubby and and Sirkin, hey, I think he might be pinned down by some boulders. We got to get down there. Does anyone have a rope? Stubby rummages through his inventory, um, and and does have a fifty foot uh, hemp rope. Hemp. And I hand it, I hand it to, I hand it to Flint. I hand the rope to Flint because I, I obviously can't see well enough. Okay. Um, from there, Flint makes an investigation to see the best place he could uh, possibly tie this. Is there anything that I could around <laughs> around his neck? <laughs> Woo! And we're going down. 
is there a safe place where I could anchor this? There's other larger boulders in that alcove that didn't go down into the pit. You could probably okay. do that, or your two buddies can hold on to one end of the rope. Oh, I think we but they would have need... to make a strength check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll anchor it on the on whatever I feel that can support all our weight. Okay. And then uh, Flint wants to slide down the rope and uh, attend to to Warden. Okay, so you go down the rope. Sirkin, what would you like to do as you watch Flint descend down? Um, as Flint goes down, I'm going to ask him real quick. Um, do you need us? Do you need uh, help down there, or do you want to stay up here at the moment? If you guys feel safer up there stay up there. I'll see what I can do. I'll assess the situation. All right. So Sarkin will stay at the top uh, at, at the moment. Warren, as you lay partially buried under some of these rubble, as you prepare to make a death save, tell me what memory goes through your mind of your life as you're about to make this death save. Warren is actually having a... Um flashback to a training under his uh old master um uh mostly about how to uh perceive and analyze like um uh what was referred to as uh, static magic or magic that is frequently used for uh like uh enchantments and traps and things like that um and was basically basically teaching him the fundamentals of how to like understand and read magic um the fundamentals of like a detect magic spell awesome make your death save uh that is uh a 17 so 17. we've got one one success to be you see Flint descend down into the pit. Sirkin watching over everybody. What do you want to do? How deep is this pit? Still 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay. Um, I yell down to Flint. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> um, yell down the to rope. Uh, <laughs> you got the rope. <laughs> um, yell down to Flint. Hey, can, can you get this uh, rope wrapped around... Uh, Warren for us to hoist him out. I have to see if he can get out. <laughs> I have to get see if he can get out of, out of the boulders first. Um, can can you move the boulders on your own? I'm sure going to try. Okay. So Stebby is going to um, hold and relay the information to Sirkin that uh, Warren is covered in boulders. We're uh, Flint is trying to remove the boulders so we can tie a rope. And, and... and they're not large boulders; they're just uh, other dense. Yeah, no, they're not pebbles, but they're. I mean, if you got hit by a, a boulder, say eight, ten inches in diameter, it would fuck your shit up. And that's kind of like what he's under. So it doesn't require any strength, really, to to move them. It just it's an effort of a full round action for you to get and clear him out. I thought it was going to be like a smaller Indiana Jones boulder. Oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, like the big. Yeah. But like smaller size, you know, no, I was going to say, you know, in everyone's defense, it's, if it's you were riding the ride at Indiana Disneyland, Jones. half the time that ride breaks down anyway. So you don't have to worry about that. boulder. <laughs> so I, I yell again, I yell down Flint. We, we have to 
post haste. We must get him out quickly. Copy that. <laughs> okay, so you roll the boulders off of him? Yeah, I'll remove the rubble and I'll check on him. Okay. See how's he doing and you see he's a third of the way of almost being alive. <laughs> As he's made one good death save. All right. That will be just fine. And I've cleared the boulders and everything. I could actually like bring him out. Uh, yeah, you could tie him up and bring, they could, they okay. could hoist him up. You're not going to be able to hoist him up. They're going to have to pull him up. So oh, that's fine. Okay. But before I uh, do that, I actually want to cast Spare the Dying on him so he doesn't have to make his uh, death saving throws. Okay. And also, I'm going to use, since we took a short rest, I'm actually going to use some of my pool points for my channel divinity and grant him. Let me see. Get a dice out here for him. It's going to be... Oh, Cobalt, I told you. Cobalt's in back. Roll for initiative. <laughs> He's going to get four points of uh, healing. Okay. War in your eyes flutter open. You see this grisly dwarf looking over you. Oh, God, put, get put, away put, from me, you horrible Put saliva laugh. on your lips as he brings you, you back alive, you know. We had to do mouth to mouth. It's, it's nothing personal. <laughs> it's... It's the it was only, only way. to save your life. <laughs> it was the only way. <laughs> Even though it's administered through a, you know, a needle. <laughs> it's like, we got to do mouth mouth. Meanwhile, you're slowly being hoisted up by, by Sirkin and Stubby. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, once I'm conscious, I'll, like, try to help as much as I can. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, when I get close to the edge, I'll, like, kind of, like, reach up and, like, kind of weakly hang on and, like, drag myself up as well. You pull yourself up to the to the lip of the floor you see your two comrades up there flint you're still down in the pit right now um while i'm down in the pit is there anything else on the pit in like in the pit area it's like just bones you see bones down there uh old armor that doesn't look to have any uh any value whatsoever broken rusted sword it looks like who that you guys weren't the first people to fall victim to this trap okay um if there's nothing to notice in this pit then i'll just wait for them to bring aboard and drop the rope again okay a few moments later same thing they they bring you up uh what side of the hole are you guys on well if we well, can get to the other side that would it doesn't appear to be a problem getting there it looks like all you have to do is go through the cutout of the alcove and uh cir you know circumvent the the hole in the ground mm -hmm. well um, i would imagine we're still on the entrance of that room just because the trap dropped down and yeah that, that, that hole is, thing there. is 10 feet away from the entrance to that room okay, okay. Um, in that case, uh, like once we get up and get together, uh, get ourselves together, and like Warren kind of like takes stock and it's like, uh, thank you, Flint. You, um, your uh, uh, powers are much appreciated. Thank you. We... <laughs> you said you wouldn't tell. It's it's doctor patient 
confidentiality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's uh, uh, perhaps someone else should stand in front. Just let um, me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as Flint gets up in there, you'll tell where. Yeah, that's right. Flint's going to get <laughs> up in there. <laughs> okay, so you got to take the lead, Flint. Yeah. And I'll I'll, I'll stay behind with him. Second, second order. Second. Yep. Sirkin, you're gonna be third uh, I'll or last. Be last. All right. Warren's in front of you. Yep. Mm -hmm. You see that the hallway continues on for another ten feet, and you could just tell that this that this pugnant smell coming from this room to the east is really really strong at this point. It's almost physical, and it just it makes your stomach kind of oh god. Damn, what the hell is that? As the tunnel opens onto this oddly shaped room, you see it's uh, this cave's 40 feet long and 25 feet at its widest area. And you can also see that kind of curves like a half moon up to the northeast. In the northern wall, you see that there's a, another alcove. In the south wall, you see that there's a cavern and the southwest wall, you see that there's another cavern that looks as though there's a, a wooden door that's that's iron banded and blocking that passage. And in the middle of this room, you see a large pile of of all kinds of stuff, old food, uh, excrement, trash, just everything just heaped in the middle of this room. And at the very top of this heap, you see what appears to be some kind of a leather backpack. And kobolds. And more kobolds. And that's where we're going to stop the session. Ugh. Okay. 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 Now I've got a whole week to think about what is in that freaking leather backpack. Yes, you, you, know the, you know the rogue is, is the one who's like, dude, I'm like, how can I get up there? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.